Hey, it's Carrie Ann Michelle. When I set out to create season two of Lofty TV back in 2020, I wanted to capture the secrets of some of the most successful female entrepreneurs I knew. Looking back three years later, I see a direct connection between these authentic, vulnerable conversations and the successful outcomes for this amazing, diverse group of women. Tune in to learn how the right self-care plan does, in fact, enable success. Hey, this is Carrie Ann Michelle. Today, my guest is Elena Schwartz. We talk about why self-care is really self-love, binaural beats, and following your energy. Hello, Elena. Hi, Carrie Ann. It's so great to be here with you. Oh, it's so great to see you. It's so fun when I am meeting newer people in my network and I get to host them on the show. It's so fun to see your face. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. An honor to be here. Yes, thank you. And you were coming to us from the East Coast. Is that correct? That is. That is. I live two hours north of New York City. Okay, great. That's fun. I think you might be the first East Coaster uh, that I have this season on. So that's great. Yay, Yay. Have fun. I know. <laughs> um, and I'm going to share with our audience a little bit about how we know each other and a little bit about your background. And then I can't wait to get into our conversation today. Um, yes. We. I, I know one of the things that's really fun about how we met, so we're, we're newer acquaintances, but um, this is sort of the magic of LinkedIn, where um, you were reaching out, you are kind of, I would say, a power connector, you're very, very good at networking, yeah. and um, I reached out to connect with a nice note, and then I wrote you back, and then we set up a time to chat, and then um, from there, I, you ended up inviting me into uh, what's called a LinkedIn engagement pod. So we're creating content in a group of other entrepreneurs, and um, we've gotten to know each other, I think, so much through our, our writing and our videos awesome. and our content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loving what you've been sharing. Yeah, thank you. Likewise. And um, I want to share a little bit about you. So you're the founder and CEO of Elena Schwartz Enterprises and Business Freedom Formula. And your story is is really cool, in my opinion, um, specifically because you spent almost two decades um, in the music industry. And yeah. as uh, many people know, that's my background in music as well. Um, but you were, uh, you're a lawyer, a formal, yes. for, former lawyer, a lawyer. And, um, yes, 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 I'm a retired lawyer now. Okay. I'm a retired <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> and, um, you know, in that time, you were uh, EVP of the largest independent music company. And really what happened is you saw firsthand burnout at an extraordinary level. Um, and more importantly, I think the detrimental effects on health and life when you are just going at a pace that really is not sustainable. And, Absolutely. And it seems like maybe both for mm -hmm. you and with people around you. Um, so then to form your coaching business, um, you did some pretty cool things, uh, in my opinion. You studied, I kind of have this list here, peak performance, quantum physics, neuroscience, psychology, and, and some other uh, tools as well. And, yes. <laughs> and now you're focused on supporting high-achieving heart-centered women to grow their business to the next level. And I just love that. I love that it's the high achieving heart centered is the way you define your audience. I, yes. I, I relate yeah. to that. Hey, that's key. <laughs> they have to be up to big things to change the world, not just up to big things, but big things to really make a difference. Yeah. Um, well, well, okay. First, I want to start with, I'm just curious because we've never really talked about this. Um, I know we're going to talk about self-care and kind of and get into those details, but mm -hmm. I'm so curious about when you studied, you know, quantum physics, neuroscience, um, 
I understand the psychology part, but maybe I don't understand those others as much. You know, we're looking at the brain connection. Tell me more about that and how you use it in coaching. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could talk about this endlessly, <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> really, because I, I, it just jazzes me. So, so you know, I when I left, when I gave up practicing law, I ran into smack dab into what I would call... Um, an identity crisis, a dark night of the soul. And in the process of that, I went really dark and learned a lot of techniques that helped rewire my brain, rewire my thinking, help me understand reality from a different perspective. And the more awake I started to become, the more I started to learn all of these magical tools and all about these various different sciences and understanding how to help people rewire their brain, rewire their states of being, you know, I love entrepreneurship because there's so many things that come up for entrepreneurs in terms of limiting beliefs when you're not getting a paycheck that don't necessarily come up when you are getting a paycheck. And so I love supporting entrepreneurs and to me, to grow your business, the first step is to change who you're being. So to change who you're being, all of these sciences, all of these tools, all of these somatic tools that I work with actually help people completely change their outward, their inward experience so that they, their outward experience magically changes. And then they get the tools, you know, what I would call ironclad structures to then grow their business. But if it's, for example, um, you know, lottery winners, 70 to 80% of lottery winners lose all of their money within like two years. And it's because they're broke at a higher bracket. They haven't up-leveled who they're being. They've just gotten more money. So to, to move from entrepreneur, if you want to make six figures to multiple six or even seven figures, you can't, like the things that got you there aren't going to get you to the next level. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I love that. And I love that you've You've studied that, you understand how they connect and that you bring that in. I mean, I think just hearing you talk, I'm kind of reflecting on my own experience coming out of corporate America and, you know, becoming an entrepreneur a few years ago. And, um, you know, the, the one tool which I know you know that I use a lot is um, sound bowls and meditation in that way and the frequency of sound. Um, and through that, I've opened up to, you know, other forms of kind of energy, including Qigong and Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm fascinated by what we can learn about the brain and that mind body connection. And I love the way you talk about that kind of that inward change, which allows for the outward and the leveling up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you do too, because to me, there are so many ways to access that same point. And, and the point that you're raising is it's about energy, right? Because, because we are actually as beings only made up of 0.00001% matter. The rest of us is energy, which is why we're so sensitive to the sound bowls, which is why we're so sensitive to meditation and why self-care is such an imperative, you know, in, in growing ourselves and growing our business. Yeah. And I, that leads me right to my first question, because I, you know, I, as I've started to talk more about just using, you know, going beyond kind of mindfulness and mental health to just talking about self-care, I come across a lot of people who will sort of say, well, I, you know, I... I take bubble baths or, you know, I try to do yoga once in a while. Um, and, and I think sometimes forgetting that self-care can mean so many different things. Yeah. So I would be curious, what does self-care mean to you? Oh, I love that question. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, self-care like is synonymous for me with self-love. And then there are inward expressions of that. And then there are outward expressions of that. And the more that we take care of, you know, this vessel that we inhabit, the more like, for example, 
I drink this is 25 ounce bottle of water and I drink it out of the bottle because I want to make sure I drink four of those a day. To me, that's a part of self-care. I spend almost two hours in meditation every day. That's a part of self-care. You know, dancing for me is a part of self-care. Uh, so what it means is what can I do to keep my energy elevated so that I'm fueling myself? Because what tends to happen, particularly with high achievers, is that we tend to women, uh, high achievers, have learned to create success from a masculine paradigm, which is about hustle, 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 push more. And what that does is, as we were just talking about, leads to burnout, exhaustion, and overwhelm. And if we're not refueling the tank, then the car is running on empty and eventually it runs out. And so the key is to do the practices that allow us, whatever those practices are, and for different people, it's different things. I mean, I can recommend a lot of things to people uh, which work and people love, but, <laughs> but, and I do do that for my clients, but the idea is to is start running the tank on full so that we are running at our fullest potential rather than running on empty all the time. That's such a good way of, of, can, taking something kind of that can be sort of conceptual and making it more um, specific and digestible. I mean, one of the things that came to mind, I can't remember if I told you about this, but um, I can really relate with what you're saying about that kind of go, go, go and, and being female and having learned more from that masculine sort of perspective. Mm -hmm. um, because I started to see an acupuncturist several years ago for some uh, medical needs. And it wasn't until uh, I went and had somebody I really trusted who said, you, you've been running on adrenaline for years right. and you right. are incredibly depleted. Right. And, um, you know, for me, what that meant was uh, around, I was trying to have children at the time. And, um, you know, from her kind of Chinese perspective, that was part of what was going on. And then that was later confirmed really with, you know, kind of more the science as we know it. Um, but, you know, what she helped me to realize was even though I thought I had this balance of self-care because I was working out, I was eating pretty healthy, but I was also go, 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 go. And I was trying to get enough sleep, but I never could quite get my eight hours. You know, and I'm a person who's eight and a half. Um, and so it really took somebody to look me in the eyes and say, you know, you're coming to me, you're putting your trust in me from my perspective and background. And I'm reading your body and for her it really was the energy and what you think is like keeping you going is really com you're completely depleted and it's your adrenaline absolutely. stores absolutely I, and I mean I can so relate to that experience especially even about the childbearing because um, when this was all happening when I was the EGP I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. Most of my self-care practices had gone out the window. I, I had been, I've been practicing yoga now for 25 years. Um, but even then it was very sporadic at best. And what ended up happening for me is I developed autoimmune issues. I started miscarrying. I couldn't hold pregnancies at all. And I literally could only eat 10 different foods. And I'm not talking about like a vegetable group as a food. I'm talking about like carrots as one food wow. without feeling absolutely sick, like bowled over in pain in, in my belly, you know? And I went, this, this isn't good for me. <laughs> like what's happening to my body, what yeah. I'm doing to myself. And that's the thing we don't realize is we're actually making the choice and we can choose something different. And I didn't know these things back then. 
you know? So I wasn't great at self-care. I wasn't great at understanding these things. And it was through that process of crashing and burning that I really began to understand what was really required of me to have the fulfilling and satisfying and happy life that I wanted. Yeah. And let me just say one other thing. Yeah. You know, so many of my high achieving clients think that self-care is a luxury. I have to help them rewire the thinking of it's actually a necessity. This is actually part of your business. This is part of what helps you grow a successful business. Yeah, I love that. So I was just taking a note on that. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's, I was writing requirement, but necessity. I like that you said that. Um, and I think that's true. I think, you know, even kind of made a little bit of a joke, not, not in any wrong way. I love bubble baths, you know, and, and that is a form of self-care at the beginning. But I too went through that where it was sort of like, these are things that, because sometimes I would think of self-care as like, I'm going to go get a pedicure, you know, and right. I'm going to have somebody essentially massage my feet and I'm going right. to be quiet and maybe they don't allow cell phones. So I'm just going to sit there. Um, and, and there, there is definitely a form of pausing and self-care and having somebody help move things through your body, you know, and mm -hmm. feeling sure. dazzled by color, you know, uh -huh. on your toes. Um, but I think sometimes that would be what would happen is it would come kind of from that, like, I'm taking a pause, I'm going to take this spa time, or I'm going to take a bubble bath, which I don't have time to do every day. Right. That's the thing. So it's like one, once every two or three weeks, you're doing it rather than a daily ritual or practice that really helps you bring yourself back into your body. Yes. Back into your body. I like that too. You have some really good uh, choice phrases. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of the things that I talk about, about success is getting out of the head and getting into the body. You know, like we, we, we're body, mind and spirit together and we have to honor each one of those pieces. And particularly when we talk about high achievers, we tend to be in our heads all the time right? Which is just plain exhausting and depletes your adrenals and things like that and creates these, you know, cycles. And so it's the more that we can actually inhabit our body, the more it allows us to be present. So self-care allows us to be present. And when we're more in the present moment, we can, like, it's amazing how many resources show up, how many synchronicities happen, how much inspiration and creativity we get, how much, you know, solutions flow through us then. And then work that would normally have taken even, say, four hours to do now takes almost half of that time because you're in flow with it rather than pushing and hustling to make it happen. Well, and I think that's another good point you're making because when you say the way you just got to sort of that ending point about in flow, because I think that's something that I heard of a lot. I heard a lot more once I became an entrepreneur. So it was something that even though you, you, I would argue it's really important in the corporate world too, it was something that I really never honestly had ever heard. Mm -hmm. And then um, it was like everywhere, especially from female-based business owners. You know, I would just, I kept, oh, you, that's great, Karen. You sounds like you're in the flow now. And I was like, I am? <laughs> okay, well, that sounds like a good thing. You know, <laughs> like the whole first year, I was like, I don't really know. What, and I'm a person who's open to energy and playing sound bowls, but I still didn't really, I think, intellectually quite understand that. I think my, I was starting to feel it. Yes, I'd seen an acupuncture, acupuncturist along the way. I, I believed in how I felt when I would stop and I would pause and spend more time for me. But um, getting, getting yourself into sort of a different cycle of life, I think is what allows you to do that. And it's taking these little steps, like you said, every day. Every day, every day, every day. And the thing is, is like, 
I would call what I do beyond, I mean, I do a lot of strategy work too, but I would call what I do beyond mindset. I would call it like mindset 3.0 because it really changes your state of being. And self-care, just like mindset practices, are a daily basis. It's not like, it, you know, when you have a garden, if you're not pulling out the weeds regularly, they're growing deeper and deeper. And so you really have to be getting in there and tending it and loving the garden and making sure it gets watered as well as pulling out those weeds. Yeah, that's another really good analogy. These, I think these metaphors and analogies are very, are, are honestly very helpful. Even for me listening, I'm reflecting on sort of how well am I doing with that, you know, right now as somebody who is a big champion for it. And right. that right. makes me, that kind of leads me to like another question for you. I'd be curious, you know, I, in the, in talking and kind of bringing the elevating your life uh, as one of the foundations that I also love to help people with. And I do that more uh, practically from the communication standpoint, you know, and helping people mm -hmm. think about that as they're going to talk about their business. Um, I always love to know what is somebody's why and how, you know, as you think about your why, you know, how do you use that with um, your self-care to support your self-care for yourself? Oh, yeah, I love that question, too. So, Okay, I'm, I'll be perfectly frank with you. I, the Y exercise, I do an NLP Y exercise with my clients to help them really dial in. And ultimately, everything we're wanting is a feeling. We think that we want something else, but everything we're really wanting is a feeling. And if you distill it down and you keep distilling it down deep enough, you'll get to the real feeling of what it is that's your why. And for me, my why is love. My second why that comes on that is, is um, contribution, is service. Right. So when I think about my business, the why of my business truly is to be of service, to help other people transform their lives, to be able to give their gifts to the world so that the world is just this awesome place where we're all doing what we love to be doing. You know, so so that is my why. And in the process of that is so much, you know, as we were talking about so much self-care because it is about love and it's not just love for others it's about love for myself and the more that i cultivate love for myself the more that i can show my clients how to do the same and that's really the beauty of what i do and then the more my clients actually love themselves and love what they're doing the more that they could do it in the world and so it, it comes from such an empowering stance to be able to do that that's really beautiful. I, I love that. And, and I think the other thing that's important about hearing you say that, you know, watching you say that is that it's so genuine, you know, because I feel like um, sometimes I try to like look at, you know, what people say they want to do because I'm helping people position things, right? I'm taking kind of that story that you're sharing right. and I'm helping to put it into communication on a website, for example, or how someone talks about it to other people. And I'm always right or wrong. It's sort of that maybe similar to your lawyer brain. It's sort of like my marketing brain is always sort of, hmm, but it's, you can just tell 100% that that is such a true thing. And, um, I think it's it's so important. I, I love what you said about getting to the feeling. And one thing I wanted to um, have you share was the acronym you used, uh, the N N L Y L N L NLP is neuro linguistic programming. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, I use some tools from neuro linguistic programming, and it's just one way to rewire the brain. Okay. Right. And actually, a lot of NLP techniques rewiring the brain are through language. Like our language is so indicative, like that. That's actually what you're talking about, about communication. But our language is so indicative of our beliefs and our basic operating principle, like our paradigm. And when we were able to look at what our paradigm is, then you're able to look at what's getting in the way of that paradigm 
that's you know getting in the way for you creating what you really want, creating the business you want, creating the relationships you want, you know, um, creating the lifestyle that you want, having the freedom, having the family, whatever it is that you're really wanting. So it, there's a basic operating principle, and it's almost like there's um, if you think about it like a computer, it's as if there's a virus in it. And the virus are all of these limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging behavior that we do that we're not even aware of that are in our subconscious minds. And so the language that we speak for me when I hear people talk, it so lets me into what's really going on in their subconscious mind. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. I, I thank you for explaining that. I feel like maybe I, I have heard of that kind of methodology just in my own sort of research. Um, but I do think that's key because I, what I've learned from going to therapy for for se maybe six years now is just starting on that journey of understanding the power that's happening in the subconscious and when it comes yeah. out. Um, and, and you're right, that is where the, the limiting beliefs, which that's really what, really, that's the best way to succinctly say that. It's what's keeping you from trying to be where it is you wanna be. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, it is. And 95% and of our actions are being driven from our limiting beliefs. 95% of our actions are being driven from the subconscious mind, which is a million times more powerful than the conscious mind. So what you think that you want in your life and what you, the actions that you think you're taking, you're only driving 5% of, of really the whole show. That's a really good reminder. I'm, for me, I'm a person that when I can visualize data um, that really helps me to understand. So thank you for saying that because it's, it's even though like conceptually I understand, I understand. It's like that really helps. Um, so as we're thinking about self-care and, you know, we kind of think about everything you've been sharing. I think one of the things that is, I mean, it's a challenge for me right now is just the time we're living in, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a time of, as I would just call it uncertainty, you know, a, a global pandemic um, in big cities, you know, I'm downtown Chicago. We've had a lot, not just with, you know, peaceful protests, but with riots and with right. things that frankly make your neighborhood feel scary. And um, for me, what I find is pretty much every day I'm kind of right here and one little thing can kind of tip me over right now because mm -hmm. we're in a different time. And right. I would be curious for you, has your practice or routine around self-care, it sounds like you have a great, a lot of great tools to pull from, but has, have things shifted for you during the last few months? Yeah, they have, you know, um, it's interesting. I mean, I probably meditate more, but exercise less. And that's really a big one because I was going to yoga classes in the gym. And now I do do some virtual yoga classes, but it's not quite the same. And my motivation to get my body moving, you know, I spend so I, first of all, I've always worked at home. So for me, being able to do to go out and go to the gym or go to a yoga class was like my way of connecting with society, my way of getting out of of the home that I spend so much time in and now being home all the time and not being able to go to the gym or go to a yoga class or you know you know do other things that I would do socially um, has really impacted my my physical movement a lot which I was thinking about that I did work out this morning and I was thinking as I did of like oh okay so this is my next my next self-care piece right here because so much of the other stuff I have totally dialed in and I do consistently like I do not go a day without it I do it so consistently but that's my next like hurdle to say okay this is this is what I'm taking on so yeah it has and what I find is it's so easy with what's going on right now to get taken out of like what you were talking about you know the winds of change come and you're just kind of blown off 
what I really help my clients do is create a level of stability in that so that the foundation is so strong so that you're like rooted like a tree. So when the winds come, you don't really get bandied about so much that it has to be like a hurricane force wind to really take you out. <laughs> and, and when I do that, you can tell I love analogies. Yes. <laughs> So, so on that level, then it creates a level of stability, a level of like, because truly everything that, that we are is like when we're reliant on anything outside, whether it be a relationship, whether it be the success of our business, whether it be a pandemic or not, or socially, you know, or our net worth, what's in our bank account, we're always subject to a level of reactivity, always, because those things change all the time. They're not consistent. Yeah. And so we're always subject to that. So when we source from inside that foundation, that level of stability, a level of trust and faith in what we know to be true, then those things don't have the same, those external forces don't have the same impact on us. Yeah, that's a really, I, I like the, I like those analogies about nature, but also just a, that's a really great explanation. Um, and as you were talking about, I think it's, it's great that, you know, there's constant sort of reassessment of what, what do I need? What will help me now? And for you, that was, you know, maybe finding a way to bring your workouts and your physical movement back in at a, at a more substantial level. Are you, have you been using any sort of new digital tools or classes or workshops or have you come across yeah, articles? Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, it's so funny. Since October, I, I've been following guided meditations. So the meditations that I follow are guided. I go through, like I've meditated for so long and I go through various different stages of what I want to meditate and listen to and do. Sometimes I listen to binaural beats, but these have been guided meditations. Um, they're quantum, sort of quantum meditation. So they take you out into the quantum realm, which is really interesting. That sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. And then uh, I have also been doing some online, you know, um, like, you know, not like you follow along with the whole class, but like digital uh, workout program. So that really helped me because if left to my own devices, that's the one area that, you know, eh. so, so I do follow a program. I am following a program and that does help because then it just tells me what to do and I don't have to think this is what I have to do this day or what do I need to think about? So there are some things that I do follow digitally and I just follow where my energy goes. You know, if, that, if I feel like doing that, I do it. If I feel like practicing yoga, I do that. So I just follow where my energy goes to see like what feels right to, to feed myself. That's a, I think that's a really good uh, tip for people, you know, that, that when you're able to be more in tune with your needs and the feelings that you have, that then you're able to listen to your body that day, listen to your needs yes. and your energy. Yes. And, you know, there's plenty of times that I've gotten up and thought, okay, today, you know, today my plan was I'm going to do my, you know, digital dance class because I'm not going there in person anymore. And I'll find that I'm I'm really tired. You know, it's like maybe it's right. been a long week. Maybe there's been whatever going on, you know, internally, externally. And I'll realize, you know, the best thing for me today is to try to do just like a gentle yoga stretch on my own for 20 minutes. And, you know, that was that's what I needed. And I love that. I love that you're listening to that because it's funny because you say that I'm, I'm a very high intensity workout type of person. So I love really advanced yoga, very high intensity workouts. And I have not been feeling that. I've been feeling much lower intensity and it's about honoring the way you feel rather than pushing through because you think you should get somewhere. Yeah. That's, that's really important too, honoring the way you feel. I like to just repeat some of the things that I really love. Um, um, I, I wanted to go back for a minute when you were talking about your med different meditations you follow and the one on binaural beats. 
Yes, 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 yes. I would love to know more about what that means. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So binaural beats, what they are, are they, um, they're sound waves. This is like right up your alley. They're sound waves that actually synchronize the hemispheres of your brain so that you create more coherence in your brain. When, you're in, when your brain is incoherent, you're incoherent. And what ends up happening through stress responses is that our brain almost like areas of our brain separate and there's different firing uh, of different neurons going on in different parts of the brain, but there's not a cohesive unit. They're not all talking to each other. It's like separate communities. It's almost like there's been like a family feud and there's different pieces of the brain that have like separated from each other, don't want to talk to each other. And so what one of the things that binaural beats do, which actually the sound bowls does as well, is, is it actually creates brain coherence. So all those parts of the brain start really talking together so that your brain can, can move out of the sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system and then actually feel much more relaxed um, and, you know, I would say even inspired and productive as a result of, of doing that. So, yeah, so binaural beats actually are, you know, um, they're waves that you listen to so that you're getting a different beat in each ear. Okay. I think I've, thank you for explaining that. I think I've encountered that one time, one of my friends is a dentist and she uses um, a really cool um, science to help people calm down before they have a big, um, maybe dental procedure. Um, mm -hmm. And it uses the binaural beats as a part of that package. And, um, but it's, I really appreciate you sharing that and talking also about how it comes back around to the sound bowls, because I think that's absolutely right. And the output I hear from people, you know, is less about really understanding what's happening other than the, the physical response is that the body and the mind are just leveled down. They've released. Yes, 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 yes. You've been able to relax the nervous system so that you move into the parasympathetic nervous system. And the truth is, is that, you know, like when you think about this, if you are literally, let's say you're in the woods and you're being chased by a wolf or something like that, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about what can I learn or how can I solve that problem? There's nothing else you can think about of like, how can I get away from what's chasing me? And so we don't realize it, but the stress response is doing that to us on, on a chronic basis. Like 70% of most people's time is spent in a stress response. And so that's why they're not able to really put their attention and focus or energy into what they want to do because they're they're so stressed out so doing what you do helps relax people so that they can move into a more um a more aligned state yeah i think that's a really great way to put it too and i'm gonna kind of conclude us today with that idea of moving into a more aligned state and one one thing i'd love to know is anyone who's listening or watching this um if they're loving what you're saying and they're curious about you know how to work with you as a coach i saw that you have one-on-one -on -one group programs and then also sort of like a vip sort of intensive um should they yeah. just go to your website or is there another way to learn more about you and your they can go to my website. Um, the other way that they can learn about me, my suggestion would be to reach out to me. And the, the same way you and I kind of connected is like, let's reach out, connect, have a quick phone call and see if there's, you know, if it feels like it's a good fit for us to, you know, work together and, and talk about what that might look like. And, you know, that's because I'm such a um, an in-person person, you know, like I really love talking to people. So I don't know if they feel that energy necessarily. I mean, people can check out my website. Sure, but I don't know if they'd feel that energy necessarily of like, oh, is this something that really feels like it's right for me? So we jump on a call and spend 15 minutes to see, huh, does this feel like we'd like to have a further conversation? 
That's great. Thank you. Yeah. And we have all of the relevant links here with all of our, our video and podcast information. So awesome. we'll know where to quit. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a fascinating conversation. I've loved especially bringing in some of the science um, behind a lot of what we're talking about and um, these really great takeaways we've had around following our energy and aligning our kind of inner selves. So thank you again for making thank time. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure being here. It's Carrie Ann Michelle. I believe that taking self-care to the next level just takes the right mindset. If you want a daily routine, check out my Patreon membership where I share sound baths that help alleviate anxiety, meditations to get centered, and tips and tools to stay grounded and balanced.